0: Welcome to The Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories, along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective, along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive.
1: Good morning everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday. Today, Team Savvy is here. My name is Angie, and I'm the client manager at client, client relationship manager at the Savvy Bookkeeper, and I'm here with Maya. Hi Maya. Hey. Maya, now just to do a recap, because I know we have a lot of new listeners that are coming in. Um, what is your role at the Savvy Bookkeeper?
2: So, my official title is practice manager. Um, what does that
1: mean?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> so, I do... Um, well, I started out doing web development um, for Savvy, and so I still do that. And now I also... Um, I do, like... Oh, just... Everything?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you basically, do a bit of everything. You're basically the we created a hashtag for you where it's hashtag ask Maya because you're just the one that we always just kind of turn to, to ask questions for Savvy, for all of our clients. And you're just kind of that amazing minded individual that can just figure complex things out the way no one else can.
2: I'm great with tech. So I sort of set up any new platforms that we get or I check out different options when we want to change and then yeah. I learn how to do it myself and then I train everybody else how to do it.
1: Yes it's pretty amazing I love it when you learn a new like application or a different tool and you're
2: like oh my gosh look at this. Yeah I'm always or oh look I found this new button or this thing <laughs> that we use has a new feature hey everyone check this out.
1: Yeah it's great I love it I love we get little um, savvy looms from you all the time and I'm I always sit there and I'll watch it I'll be like I'll pause it and then I'll do it as I'm watching the loom I'll be like oh my gosh my life has changed yeah it's great
2: I love it it when I find a new a new feature a new button
1: yeah it's great so I just thought you know we've got a lot of new listeners it would be great to kind of actually introduce you again because everyone's super used to hearing my voice all the time (laughs)
2: um, but yeah I've been on the podcast quite a lot lately
1: yeah it's been wonderful I've been really enjoying it and so has everyone else I know you don't like to listen to the podcast that you're on but other people do
2: (laughs) I don't listen to podcasts in general actually
1: that's true that's true now I wanted to do something a little bit different at the start of this episode today because the episode that was aired a couple weeks ago with our friend, Sharon Crombie from um, Micro Chili, we had an amazing uh, guest episode with her, and it was one of those episodes that we just delve in so deep into her story and how amazing she's doing with everything, and um, it turned out to be really inspirational. So if you guys haven't listened to that one, make sure you do. But she was actually talking in her network of women, like female bookkeepers and just bookkeepers in general. And she actually discovered that one of her acquaintances was a listener of the Savvy Bookkeeper, The Bookkeeper's Voice. Um, which is pretty amazing simply because she's all the way in the U.S. So I thought I'd do a little shout out for her today. Um, I hope I'm saying your name right. Natalie Bogan weiss I think. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm horrible at pronouncing names. But Natalie, um, I Sharon sent the chat that you guys were having on Facebook that you're from. California. You're a bookkeeper and that you've been listening to us regularly. So I just wanted to um, say hi from the other side of the world and thank you for being a listener. And I'm thrilled that you loved the episode that Sharon was on. Just a I think a lot
2: of people love the episode that Sharon was on. Uh, I've had a few people mentioned it to me as well.
1: Yeah, it was a great episode. And I actually, Sharon was telling me on Monday that on LinkedIn, one of our clients actually listened to the podcast, this is a conversation over on LinkedIn, listened to the podcast, started following Sharon on all of her social medias, and it has made her want to put her bookkeeping prices on her website. Oh, How amazing is that? Yeah. So yeah, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, it was just a fantastic episode. And I think you know, Sharon has a lot to give to the bookkeeping community. And um, it was wonderful to have her on. So Natalie, thank you for listening. And um, I hope you enjoy today's episode.
2: And thanks to everybody else who's listening around the world as well. I know we do have quite a few non-Australian listeners.
1: Yes. And actually, I forget that people listen to us Like, I know this is a podcast and I know that people listen to us, but I actually tend to forget the amount of people who listen to us every week. Mm. Um, And then, yeah, the other day um, when Sharon told us that, I had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, so many people listen to me. (laughs) This is kind of intimidating.
2: Um, I'm glad I don't think about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I kind of went down that little rabbit hole where I was just like, oh yeah, it's not just like our savvy community that we have on Facebook that listens to us. It's a whole lot of other people around the world. Which is really cool. It's very cool. It's very exciting. And I love the fact that we can actually help support you guys in growing your businesses no matter where you are in the world. I think it's really exciting because, you know, we always talk about how bookkeepers here in Australia really help small businesses and our whole communities grow, but it's the same for bookkeepers in every country. So Mm -hmm. it's very exciting to know that we're actually, you know, making a bit of a difference and giving you guys some entertainment as well. Because you know, I know sometimes we're a bit weird, and that gives entertainment. Yeah, yeah. So hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely can be, (laughs) especially the two of us together. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking again about onboarding, but I thought after having the podcast that we did last week that it would be good to delve a bit deeper into the different templates that you can use to streamline and optimize your bookkeeping business. Again, onboarding is this beautiful shiny thing that all of us bookkeepers love. It's something that you are continually always trying to perfect. And um, off the hook, Amy Hook's business has a stream of templates that we use to basically let the business almost run itself to make it as easy as possible for them to, for our clients to get exactly the information they need without us basically having to hound them. Um, And it really makes it so that we can do off the hook and the savvy bookkeeper at the same time without working 80 hours a day. (laughs) That's not right. 80 hours a week. I meant week.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that would well, be. Well, I'm really glad we don't have to work eighty hours a day. I know that would be,
1: that would be insane. Yeah, that would be <laughs> an interesting. Interesting process. <laughs> Impossible. Yes, yes. So what I thought we'd do is because you actually know more about these templates more than I do, because I just handle like the sales creation process, and then as soon as the sale happens. I don't really know what happens. So
2: So that's, yeah, that's another, um, which I mean, it's super relevant for this episode. So I don't know why I didn't think to mention that at the start when you asked me what I do. But another thing that I do for Savvy is I create a lot of our templates that we then have in our shop. So, or I set up the ones that are already created for our clients. So for example, if you buy... A custom template uh, for PandaDoc, then I'm the one that will put your logo and your business details and your colors and everything on it, and then transfer it to your PandaDoc.
1: Yes, you're the woman behind the computer, basically. Yeah. You're the woman yeah. Anything all techie, down.
2: that's all me.
1: Yes. Yes, and it's a turning out to be a very big part of your day now simply because Mm. of the shop and us realizing that we could be sharing everything that we're doing with off the Mm. hook to make life easier for everyone yeah it took us a while everybody has like some people already have their
2: own processes set up that make their lives easy and that's great and then some people don't and that's that's why we're
1: doing and it's it's hard to know where to start I think is mm. the biggest thing. And I think that's why with the onboarding process, it's this thing that everyone thinks that they continually need to reinvent mm. because they don't have that set process that is really streamlined, really just saves them time and as automated as possible. Um, yeah. So yeah, I basically was sitting after last week's episode and thinking, how can we help support bookkeepers to learning more about how to optimize it. So I thought we'd actually share a little bit what we do with Off The Hook in all of our templates. And I kind of broke it down into four base onboarding templates that need to be used. And they are email templates, are we We're gonna talk about this quite a bit, but we think it's because it's really good for everyone to implement. A new client bookkeeping getting started guide, which we mentioned last episode. Bookkeeping proposal templates and then authority templates. And in those four base categories, there's a heap of templates that go within that. So what I thought we could do today is kind of delve in and kind of explain the different templates that will be in each process, because you really need all of them to do a streamlined onboarding process, right?
2: Well, um, you don't necessarily,
1: Need to comb- yeah them. true you can but, uh, on your process. as we'll
2: explain as we go, some of them like you can choose to do it one way or the other yes. way. Um, but a lot of these things like we have a few different options but there's there's a few set things that everyone does need to do.
1: Yes yes so I thought the first thing that we could do would be to chat through the email templates that we have mm-hmm. available. Um, they are simple email templates that I've created for you guys that are just simple ways of organizing your follow-ups, basically. Um, this isn't your email follow-ups. This is your actual onboarding follow-ups to make sure that things are actually done (laughs) for you. So, Um, The ones that we use the most at Off the Hook Bookkeeping is the, and you can find all of this on the Savvy Shop if you guys want to steal them as well. We have them available for you. Um, They're all like, you have to put in your own business name and everything, but they give you again, a base idea of where to start. So we have two different new client onboarding emails and one is for a company and one is for a sole trader simply because there's some different bits that you need from a company versus sole trader. So we have two different ones um, and that is basically an email series that we send out to make sure that we get all the information necessary, such as, you know, the logins to everything, just, just really that, you know, base, hey, welcome to so-and-so, like, you know, off the hook bookkeeping, um, so thrilled to have you on board, this is the next step. Really just going through that process we were talking through last week. Then we also have an accountant introduction reminder because quite often it's one of those things that is forgotten and it's super important. You want to become the best friend with the accountant for your new client simply to make it as stress-free as possible for the new client. Um, It's one of those things they just want everything to work seamlessly. So the more that you can actually get the official introduction to the accountant they already use, um, the easier your life will be and the easier their life will be. Then... This is more for, oh no, wait, yeah. Then we also have a receipt bank login, just basic template as well. So this one is one that you create the receipt bank login for your client if they don't already have one. And then they go through and actually create, they actually go in and learn how to use the receipt bank for you. Then I've included these ones in here as an onboarding simply because you can actually start putting them into these automations that you have as soon as you onboard them so that you don't forget to do it. Um, These ones are the monthly client reminders. And this is a series that I created for you guys where it just goes in, I think there's like four or five emails just reminding them about certain deadlines that you need information from them these should be automated emails that you just have set to going out at the time that you need them so all you need to do with this one is just putting them into that email series
2: Mm -hmm. so if you're using active campaign for example um you would generally have a list that has all of your clients Um, so you would just create a automation sequence that um sends out this monthly reminder every month and make sure that it sends it out to your list of clients and you just include that as part of your setup process whenever you're onboarding a new client
1: yeah that way you have that consistent reminding to your clients and having that communication as well
2: it Um, also minimizes the amount of follow-up that you have to do and like chasing people up for info
1: Exactly, it's really handy and we do it for Off The Hook and it makes it so that um, Sharon Off The Hook's bookkeeper, um, senior bookkeeper, she doesn't have to do a lot of follow-ups and chasing clients because they get these emails and they're like, oh yeah, right, I need to send this to you. Makes her life easier, Uh definitely does. And then I've also included (laughs) one more email series template which is actually a review request template now this is a new template i've actually created because a lot of our savvy members have asked us to create these email series um simply because it i think bookkeepers because you're so passionate about supporting your business about your clients businesses it's really hard for you to remember to ask for referrals or reviews you feel very strange and weird about doing it so what I've done is created an email series for you to ask them to give you a review either on Facebook or on Google business listing, however you want it. And this is just a good way of asking to see how you're doing and getting any feedback that you can improve upon for your next client. Cause you want to give the best, you know, first impression as possible within the first six months of having a new client. So what you should do again, is do an automated email series that you put the client's email in and then six months after they are a client, they start getting this email series, just to get to find out how, how you're going so that you can continually improve which would be the exact same as doing the other automation that Maya talked through with active campaigns or whatever email application that you use. It Um, would
2: be yeah to the same client list. You would just set it so that instead of going out monthly, like the other one, there's a six month time delay and then it starts sending them.
1: Yeah. And it just helps to know, you know, no one's perfect. No Mm. business is perfect. There's always ways to improve. And I know bookkeepers are always wanting to improve their onboarding process. This is the best way to improve your process because you're getting feedback directly from your clients.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's and, so good.
2: And being able to automate it. like You can just forget there are, it. There are some things in your business that like, it, it's just not going to make sense to automate them. Mm. But if you can automate it and you can automate it fairly easily, automate it. Because we're all human. We're not going to remember everything. And you don't need to keep these things in your head. You don't need to set a reminder to send an email asking for Mm -hmm. a review six months after onboarding a new client. Set up the automation once and then you don't ever need to think about
0: it again.
1: Yeah, It's, it's great. And it's something that is really important. And I know a lot of business owners are thinking about it right now of getting reviews. So I popped that one in there. So those are like the email templates that off the hook uses, um, to, you know, provide as much customer service as possible. That again, it's all fairly automated, <laughs> not going to lie. It's fairly automated, but it does that so that we have more time to spend on the clients, which mm-hmm. is the priority. Yeah next is where i kind of just my involvement stops. basically
2: the rest of the yeah. I, I take center stage
1: <laughs> yes so this is going to be also my explaining me the process a little bit more because mm. i actually don't really know it so this is going to be an educational bit for all of all of us
2: yeah and it's interesting because i'm not a bookkeeper myself i didn't know anything about bookkeeping until I started working for Savvy about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I know what all of these authority templates and everything. I know what they all do. I know that what they're for. Um, so you've
1: learned you, you like, you can't do bookkeeping now. Like you, we've all been talking about you maybe getting, you making it official.
2: We'll see. I have a lot to do already. (laughs) I don't don't need to add more responsibilities to my plate. Um, But yeah, I have learned a lot about bookkeeping for someone who's not a bookkeeper. Um, Okay, so the first, the first section templates we talked about were the email templates. And then the next three are all, like, there's a particular order to how you'll use them. So, so the second category of templates, are uh, the proposal templates, um, and we have two, and mm-hmm. these are technically, like, they're sort of the in-between phase between turning your client from a lead into, a th- turning someone from a lead into a client.
1: Yes, so these are so, technically before the email templates that I just told.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the e- those email templates would all be after someone signs yes. the proposal. Yes. I'm actually oh, well,
1: really excited about this because we have had savvy clients ask me what the difference between these two are. And I've only been able up until now to describe what is in the actual description in the savvy shop. Between
2: these two proposals. Yeah. Templates. So
1: I'm really excited yeah. to learn that. Okay. So <laughs>
2: there's, there's really only one difference. Okay. Um, in the shop, as a lot of people have seen and asked questions about, there's two different bookkeeping proposal templates. Um, One is called Bookkeeping bookkeeping Proposal for New Clients Version Mm 1. And then there's Bookkeeping Proposal Version 2 with Engagement Letter and Terms and Conditions. Yes. There's a big price difference between the two. Yes. And the reason is that the Version 2, which is the more expensive one, has um, a set of terms and conditions that are written by an actual lawyer Mm. who amy uh asked to create this specific set of terms and conditions um that are they're they're just a lot more professional Mm -hmm. um and And and, they're written by an actual lawyer and they're written specifically for bookkeeping as well so if you if you go online and you get like a cheap and conditions are even a free one it's not going to be specific for bookkeeping this one is specifically for bookkeeping um and yeah so you get that in the version
1: two mm-hmm. engagement letter okay the version so, one yes talk me through that
2: the rest of the document layout is basically the same and i believe it says in the shop like what the different sections are mm. um i can quickly pull that up to read it to you but um
1: this is a handy one like i'm always a little bit shocked with how little the little amount of bookkeepers that have a formal engagement and proposal document um and i'm always just kind of thinking geez how much time are you spending on you know sending through proposals and engagement oh, letters yeah. like we keep it all streamlined because it's all like a base template <laughs> just to save us time <laughs>
2: so okay yeah so the the sections are all exactly the same mm-hmm. the two different templates there's the cover page mm-hmm. which is like a you know
1: pretty cover page
2: yeah it it says you know um like who the business is this is like uh, a little bit about how the bookkeeping will work um what they need to do to get started i.e read through this proposal and sign it um, and how your billing works as well. Mm. So oh,
1: that's an important bit.
2: You get billed on, you know, this date or your upfront fees are due at this time and then the ongoing fees at that time. So it has all of that in the cover page. Um, then it's got the, the fees section. Mm-hmm. And if you use PandaDoc, you can. it doesn't include the pricing catalog that we have, mm-hmm. but it includes like the tables already set up. Oh, nice for you to put your catalog items onto the proposal. And then if you get the word doc version, um, it's just got a a table set up and you just put it in manually. That's handy.
1: That's super handy.
2: Um, And so there's a section for like upfront fees and then ongoing fees. So you can separate the different types of things. Mm -hmm. Um, So it describes, so, so they can see exactly what fees are and what kind. Basically, um, so then it's got a section called working relationship.
1: Yes, um, I've always wondered what that was because everyone's always really interested in that bit.
2: Yeah, um, I can read you out the first the first bit of it. So work, okay. So it's it's basically it says there's, there's a little blurb at the top, and then it says uh, so the bookkeeping company will. And then there's a bunch of dot points about, Mm -hmm. you know, the expectations that the client can have Mm. from them. And then there's client company will. And of course, those are tokens. So I will say the actual client company name um, will. And then um, so act with integrity, honesty and openness with our team and treat all our representatives with respect, for example, is the first dot point under client company will.
1: So I like that. That makes it so that you really clearly put what you're expecting mm, from the clients and what they can expect from you right at the beginning of the relationship.
2: Yeah. And I definitely would recommend anybody who buys these templates to read makes
1: this. Own, makes their own. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah.
2: Yeah. And if you're going to make your own based on this, but if you do get these specific ones that it's already written for you, read it and make sure that it, describes the things that you want to be there. And if you don't want something to be there, you can delete it. If you want to add anything, add it. Uh, we're not saying that this is the exact set that you have mm. to send out. This is just the one that we use. Um,
1: I think it would I, go hand in hand really well with the values section in the Savvy Business Plan.
2: Yeah, Yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it also says stuff about, uh, the bookkeeping company will meet a tier deadlines. Yeah. So there's, there's other, you know, more technical stuff. The legal, stuff, but I definitely, the more
1: bookkeeping things.
2: Yeah. And it says at the top um, at bookkeeper company, we believe the key to every great working relationship is mutual respect and clear expectations. And, and
1: Which um, is the number one thing that every bookkeeper wants in their relationship. Exactly. The so
2: this, this section really, uh, sets up the expectations nice. for the client about what the relationship is going to be like. So that's what the working relationship section
1: is. Um, so very important, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, very important. So then there's the terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. And so this is the difference between version one two. and version two of okay. the bookkeeping proposal. Version one just says, insert your T's and C's here.
1: Ah. Uh... Uh, yep. Okay. There's, I hate writing T's and C's. I would definitely go with the second one.
2: <laughs> so, and then the second one has the um,
1: legal, the yeah. write-up.
2: like the, the the proper one from yeah. a, from the lawyer. We did have an old version of the T's and C's. Mm-hmm. And if you buy the professional, Package level of the health check masterclass. Oh, yeah. It actually includes that old one, season and C's version that we have. But that one was not written. That's like a template one of a free website yeah. that we then edited ourselves. So okay. we used to use that one. Now we use this proper one from, from a lawyer.
1: So if you've things a bit more legally binding and a bit more official and professional.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I just wanted to throw that in there because if you did purchase that that. level of the health check masterclass, you already have have our old version of T's and C's that you can stick into the version one template.
1: Nice. That's handy. You're happy to
2: use that level. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and then at the bottom Let's see. I'm just scrolling down while I'm looking at it. So then it just says the engagement parties, like this engagement is between all of your details and all of their details. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it has the agreement section down the bottom that just Mm -hmm. says by signing this agreement, you declare any little one sentence and then their signature block.
1: Awesome. I love it. That actually clears up a lot of questions that people always ask me. And I just kind of copy and paste bits from the description. (laughs) Sorry, guys, if I've ever done that to you. Um, I can be more specific now. Um, That's really handy. Like I love even the savvy proposals that we have. I love them. I find them so much easier Mm -hmm. Um, comparatively to like writing a new proposal for a client every single time. It would take me about like, three hours, I think minimum, oh, like yeah. minimum, I think. And then just having these base templates, I find it like, I can get one out in five minutes or less, like depending on how detailed I'm going. Yeah. Um, makes it so And for,
2: for bookkeeping, like if you're getting lots of new leads coming in, like if you yeah. get a, a lead magnet or some, have a lead magnet on your website or something. So you've got lots of people, you know, engaging and you want to send out a bunch of proposals and hopefully bring on some new clients. If you're writing every single one from scratch,
1: it's, wasting it's, a lot it's hardly
2: even worth it. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: but if you have something like this, all you need to do, especially if you're using Pandadoc, all mm. you need to do is um, just put in the company details and it will automatically populate their name everywhere in the document where it needs to go. And you just, Basically, all you have to do is pick and choose what uh, services to add to the the fees section. And then you just send. It's so easy. I love PandaDoc. You can just pump them out so quickly.
1: Yeah. PandaDoc is amazing. It's so great. So now let's say that... That's that. Yeah. Let's say that they have signed the proposal. They're definitely a client now and you need to start doing the continued process of now actually informing them what the next step is to becoming yeah. an official client
2: yeah so they've signed the proposal the next step is to welcome them and onboard them which mm-hmm. is where it gets into the onboarding thing so this is this is the part of the process where you would set up the emails yes that andy talked about at the beginning yes
1: um this is- and We've kind of brushed on this a little bit last week, but didn't go too much in detail as well. So this is what we started to talk about last week, guys.
2: And I did, after we talked about the getting started guide Mm -hmm. last week, I did have somebody ask me more detailed questions about it. So this is great to like um, clear go go over exactly what it is and what's included in it as well, like I did with the proposal templates. Yes. Before I talk about that, though, we did also add to the shop last week a new free template, actually, which is just a little, uh, it's an onboarding infographic that I made. um, And it just sort of really simply points you down to the next step in the process of um, setting up your onboarding Mm. workflow, basically. So you can just follow that. And you don't have to follow it exactly, but at least it gives you some
1: prompts. of it gives you the starting point idea.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you can set it up following that, that guide. And then you can make changes to suit your business later. Um, but yeah, it just gives you a, a great little overview of, okay, where do I start? What do I do next? And then what happens? So yes. that's what that's for. That's free. You can grab that from the
1: shop. I love it. I think like anyone who loves onboarding as much as us and like streamlining your business, I think you should get this one. It's free. It's Mm -hmm. just a really handy infographic. I know when you showed it to me when you were first creating it, um, you were like, Oh, does this make sense? I was just like, Oh, this is just amazing. It shows everything. (laughs)
2: Um, yeah. So that's called, it's just called onboarding workflow. Infographic and it's free, so you
1: can, can definitely get shop. that one. And we'll put it in the um, podcast yeah. for you guys. Yeah, it. and
2: the notes. We'll have links to all of these things. It's going to be a really long list. Of it's going links. to be a hectic one,
1: but this one's awesome because um, this one's free and it gives you the starting point to creating your own, which is what this episode is supposed to be all about.
2: Yeah. Yes. So then the other thing we have in our onboarding. Sort of list besides the email templates that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. is the getting started guide. Now, I'll run you through what's in it first, mm-hmm. and then I'll talk about the difference between the getting started guide and the email template.
1: Yes, because it's kind of you we'll talk do about one that or the after other. After I did this, yeah.
2: yeah. So the getting started guide, um, it's got. Let's see. It's also well. It's basically one long cover letter, I guess. So at the beginning, uh, there's a little welcome section. So it says, uh, welcome to your business name. And then there's a little blurb about like what what your business is, maybe your values. This is a great section to, again, look at the, the values. Um, your
1: business plan. Business That's plan. why it's such an important section in your business plan, everyone. Yeah. And you
2: And you can grab out like, I don't know, a bit from your mission statement. Basically, just grab some stuff from your business plan and make a nice little welcome paragraph here, okay. paragraph or two, um, and you can also include a link um, if you want to film a welcome video.
1: Yes, which we talked about last week, which is a great way of really personally kind of welcoming without mm. seeing them in person.
2: Yeah, so there's there's actually a section where you can put a link to a welcome video if you want to include that. Um, And then there's the new client forms section. Um, So one of them is the, the new client form, Um, which, which is another thing. It's not actually available in the shop at the moment. It kind of got a little bit lost. Oh no! Um, Did it? Well, that's the the initial contact form slash. Oh, that's right. We haven't. It's 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 gone missing, um, but it will be back.
1: do you want Every to- soon, I promise. Okay, I was going to be like, maybe by the time this actually airs? Yeah. Is that prom- asking? Yeah, to-
2: yeah. It's, it's possible. It's very okay. possible that it'll be ready by the time you're listening to this. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to make any promises. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's, yeah, so there's complete new client forms. And then there's, there's a list of different things. Um, the first one is, the new client form, mm-hmm. which is, so you can just put the link into the form. If you're using ours, it's an Airtable. You can just grab the link from Airtable, stick the link in here, and then when they click, it'll go straight to the form and they can fill it out. Um, and then it's got uh, the the um, authorities that you need, which is the next thing I'll talk about. It's the last category of mm-hmm. the templates. But so it lists each of the different authorities and you might have different ones that you offer depending on what um
1: services services
2: you're doing, but basically mm-hmm. like uh, BAS Bass Server Pro, pro Bass Bass Provider Authority, your STP, enduring, um, and Superstream Authority are the ones that we use mm-hmm. the most. Um, so and then you put the links in there. We'll talk more about that after later. Mm-hmm. Um then it's got the basic setup guide. So we use Xero and Receipt Bank only. So this section is really easy for us. Uh, there's a little section on Xero that says, please add the following email address as Zero Advisor, if they already have a Xero account set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's got links to video instructions and written instructions, both from the Xero website, about how to actually add people as Zero advisors. So they can just be like, okay, i click this, this is how I do it. And then they can do it themselves without yeah. you having to tell them how. Thank you Xero for providing. I was just <laughs>
1: thinking thank you Zero, for making it easy.
2: <sighs> yeah, and then there's also a login link for Xero. So they can literally just click the link in the document and go and add you straight there. Um, and then it's got the same setup for Receipt Bank for us. Uh, so it's got um, please send all your receipts and tax invoices for the period of this time if you're doing a catch up. Um, and then it also has video and written instructions links there already to instructions that are provided by Receipt Bank, I would assume. Um, <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then it's got a link for the Receipt Bank login. And then it's got uh, a space to put their username and password if you're setting up their Receipt Bank account details and a spot to put their email in address or their that's linked to their Receipt Bank account. So that's that section. And then we've got meet the team. So there's a little section for each of your team members, however many you have. The template has three sections. Um, by default uh so you would put yourself probably first of course um and then you'd put any of your team members under that and a picture
1: yeah guys suggest to do a picture it just makes it more personal and it's nice to put a face it helps Ah. with the trust
2: yeah so here, there's a little spot to put uh, a little sort of introduction to each of your team members, mm-hmm. um, and sort of about like what their role is in the business and what that means for the client.
1: Yes, um, relate it not back just to the like client. oh,
2: this person does admin. Uh, I mean,
1: the client awesome. doesn't care
2: about that. <laughs> it's so it's sort of like if you, <clears throat> um, you know, if you have questions about your billing contact this person. Mm -hmm. And if you have questions about your payroll or your bookkeeping, contact this person, that that kind of thing. So it just describes like, yeah, it describes how each of the team members are relevant to the client. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also like to put in something a little bit fun about them as well to make them real people and not just work people.
1: Yeah, my my typical fun little fact is that I have a rabbit rabbit named Domino. That's like my go to thing because a he's adorable, b he's named Domino, and c who doesn't like rabbits? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So you can get you can get fun, um, get creative, and
0: yeah.
2: make it a little bit fun. And then there's a section that like not everyone is going to need this section, but it just says uh, additional services. Mm. So like if you also do business. Mentoring, or I don't know, um, whatever extra thing that you offer, like HR services or something. Yeah, there's a that.
1: couple clients that we have that do like HR.
2: Yeah, so you support. can add this in, add that in there as well, like some little, just a short description about, oh, if you're mm-hmm. also interested, uh, like we, we do this if you yeah. weren't aware, aware of, of, if you weren't aware already. <laughs> um, and then the last section is need to get in touch um, and, you know, just contact us contact if you have any questions. This is the best phone number, email address, blah, blah, blah. This is our website. These are our business hours. Very important. Um, yeah. Everyone and then
1: just like hours. on behalf of the team. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So that's,
2: that's the getting started guide.
1: That's an intense... In document. great detail.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this is where we get to the part where you don't necessarily need everything. So, yes. when we talked about the email templates at the beginning, a lot of... So, there's the two different new client onboarding mm-hmm. templates, email mm-hmm. templates. Are The contents of those are also basically included in your Getting Started Guide. Yes. Also um, the, there should actually be a section in the there getting is, started
1: guide. Um, yeah, there is, I know there is, yeah. you just didn't mention it for the introduction yeah. to the accountant.
2: Yeah, an in, accountant introduction reminder is also in the getting started guide, um, and then the receipt bank login, obviously that's mm-hmm. there, and then there's, it, it clearly doesn't have the monthly reminders yeah. of the
1: and the request. Template. Yeah, so, but, Go ahead.
2: What we talked about last week is um, having the getting started guide and also having an onboarding email series. And the email series would be um, like taking sections out of the getting started guide and putting them into the email series. Um, so you send the whole You've guide on the first day.
1: differently to different yeah. Prompts.
2: Yeah. Some people will get the guide on the first day and just tick off everything on the list. Others will get it and be like, that's too much information. And then so they need it to be more drip fed over a few days. Yes. Um, Yeah. And it also, if they don't have time to do it when you first send it, it also gives them those reminders to go back and and do it.
1: Yeah. Um, So it all depends on your process and how you do your own workflow, which is why (laughs) I highly suggest everyone to get that free infographic that you created, because then you can, pick and choose how you mm. do the emails with the yep. starting guide or just the starting guide or just the emails. Cause it's basically, yeah. The same information with those main it's ones. The Same
2: information. It's just a bit different done differently. To, yeah. And, and maybe you already have some of these templates set up mm-hmm. your business and you just want one specific one.
1: Yeah. To, so it's, just, set. it's, it's like, making sure you have it is the biggest thing is that, you know, we have multiple ways of doing it and we do kind of a combination of both at off the hook because Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we have this information because it's obviously necessary to do their bookkeeping.
2: Yes. And we also want
1: them to get the culture of off the hook as well so that they are our ideal, our ideal clients Mm -hmm. right at the beginning. So there's no issues there. Um, which is equally as important of getting all the information that we need to do their bookkeeping.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's basically, it's up to you how you think it will work best for your business, but that's what we have. Um, And that's sort of how, how we do it.
1: And it works for us. Yeah. Basically that's why we're getting started
2: guide and then, you know, drip feed reminders.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it seems to work. It, it also like, minimizes the amount of chasing up that we have to do for people filling out forms that we need for
1: certain things exactly which is why i really love it And this next bit which is the last part the authority templates Mm. will be like you said actually linked into the getting started guide but i thought we could go through them separately because i know a lot of bookkeepers either starting out or you've been in business for a while you're never 100 percent sure which authority Templates to always just have on hand for clients. Mm-hmm. So these are the ones that we always have on hand for author yes. clients.
2: So yeah, let's talk about that now. This is the last category of templates is yes. the authority templates. And I did already mention the three that I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about. Um Superstream, uh, Bass Provider, and the STP Enduring Authority or STP single event if they don't qualify for insurance yes. authority, because that's a thing. Yes. Um, and we have both of those in the shop. So...
1: And we use both as well.
2: Yes. We that's use, why they're
1: created in the first place, because we yeah. use it.
2: <laughs> yeah. And we, we use all three of those, the mm-hmm. SuperStream, the Bass provider, and the STP. Um, so basically, there's a few ways that you can do it. If you're going to use the Getting Started Guide, Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously, you can send them all three documents individually. And some of them you won't need to. If you're not doing payroll, you don't need to send STP. If you're not doing, BAS. if you don't need a superstream authority, you don't need to send the superstream authority. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming most people are going to need to send the BAS provider authority.
1: Well, it depends if you're not a BAS. It, yeah, it but if you
2: don't do BAS, then you don't need to do that, yeah. and you can probably just ignore this entire section. Yes. Um or maybe there's something else that you do need that we haven't even thought of.
1: And if there is, let us know. Yeah. If there is, let us know. Um, I'm on a hunt right now. So let me know guys what you need. (laughs) Um,
2: So you can send them individually. That's fine. But we find then it's like, did they get every single notification email about all the different documents that they have to sign? And it gets it,
1: overwhelming for me. Their emails get a bit clogged up. Yeah, and it gets overwhelming that, oh my gosh, my pers- my new bookkeeper needs so much from me. I feel overwhelmed. I'm scared. I'm just going to ignore mm-hmm. yeah. them. Yeah, That's basically how it goes.
2: So the way that I would recommend doing it and the way that we do it um, mm-hmm. is in your getting started guide, I'll tell you
1: how to do it with PandaDoc first and then. um, Yeah, because we we always mention PandaDoc and we have all our templates in PandaDoc. For those of you who don't know, is that we use PandaDoc for savvy and for off the hook. That's how we streamline our documents. So for those of you who use practice ignition or any other um, applications, you can still do the same kind of thing. We just use PandaDoc because we like Mm -hmm. the process with it. It works with our workflows.
2: Yeah, and you might find that our process doesn't work with your workflow or with the software that you use, and that's completely fine.
1: But But at least you have an idea of what other people do.
2: Yeah, and it's never bad to like, see what other options are out there.
1: See what else is out there.
2: So in PandaDoc, when you create a document, um, there's an option, so you can send it directly, and they'll get an email to sign or um, or you can share it.
1: Mm, and I love this that, option.
2: That means that it won't email them. It will give you a link. It will give you a different link for each uh, person that's added to the document. So don't send them the link for you because that's, that's the not going to work. You have to send them the link for them um, and it will tell you, this is for this person, this is for this person. You copy the link for them once so for example you set up the BAS provider authority um, and instead of clicking send you click share you get the link and then you go back to the getting started guide that you're in the process of setting up you haven't sent it to them yet and you can paste the link into the getting started guide so you only have to then send the getting started guide they'll open it they'll do the instructions for Zero and Receipt Bank. And they'll also have the links right there to open up the best provider authority document from the getting started guide and sign it that way. And that way you only have to send them one email.
1: So much one, easier. <laughs>
2: you're technically sending them like three documents in one. I love so it. It's so much less overwhelming.
1: Yeah. It's easy to click a button and open a new document and quickly sign it than it is to open new emails Go into there, click that, do it. It just flows a lot easier and makes it a lot easier. You can do it on your phone with yeah. just a, like three clicks. It's great.
2: And if you aren't using the Getting Started Guide, you can still do it the same way if you're using Pandadoc. You can get the share link. And if you're using the client onboarding email templates mm-hmm. instead, grab the link from Pandadoc for the BAS provider authority or for whatever document authorities you need and stick it in the email. It's amazing. Um, yeah, so that's really great. Uh, and then if you're using like the Word doc versions,
1: you can Do the attach same thing. them
2: to the email when you send them.
1: And then- Or you can also hyperlink the, the words, the actual links in the actual Microsoft Word, like the Word templates as well. Because you yeah. can hyperlink, phrases and everything in Word documents to go directly to those as well.
2: If they don't have Pandadoc, then you can't link it to another one. Oh Word yeah, doc. right. Never mind. Like no about guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would say just attach all the documents to one email and yes. say please
1: sign. You know,
2: sign all the attachments. Um, so obviously that's not as nice mm-hmm. a process for the clients, but
1: not everybody it's still is all using there Word in one. Doc. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. It's it's better than sending them separately. Mm-hmm. So I think that was awesome. Oh, did you want me to tell you what the actual authorities are? Because I'm feeling like I feel like everyone knows what, knows
1: they, what they are. What they are. <laughs> I feel like,
2: or at least the the Australian listeners will know yes. what they are, and the um, overseas
1: listeners probably we'll don't have need to know ones. what they
2: are because you'll have your own.
1: Yes. Yeah. I I don't think you know. I think you know. I definitely know what they are just from my experience of doing my cert for um, so I think most bookkeepers know what each authority document is I would hope so if not please feel free to contact us (laughs) (laughs) and we will help you with that but um, I think that was like a really good overview and again you know we're not saying that you guys need to buy all these templates from us we just wanted to share with you what we do Um, to help you really streamline your onboarding process so you can automate what you can and then create templates so you don't have to redo everything every single time you have a new client. Uh That way you don't miss anything. It's all easy, streamlined, and you can basically onboard a new client in like, what, two to three clicks of a button? So So quick. It makes it so easy stress-free for everyone. And it creates a really welcoming environment to getting new clients instead of mm. that dread. Oh my gosh, I have a new client. I have to do all this work. I don't have time to do this.
2: Yeah. What do I do now?
1: Yes. It just makes it a much easier process that is m- more effortless, which is what savvy all about. <laughs> sure. Yes. So I hope that's helped everyone. I know that was a lot of links that we just chat through today. So we will make sure to put them all on the links for you. And we will also write a just little blog of kind of breaking down all of this information because it was a very technical podcast today, which I really enjoyed because I got to learn a little bit more about each of the templates. Cause you know, as soon as the sales done with off the hook, I don't really know what's happening because I'm not that involved with off the hook. So um, it's nice to know what Maya does with all off the hook plans. Um, And yeah, what I'd love to know is what do you guys do? What are your processes? So what you can do is to get a little involvement with these podcasts. Um, If you're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, comment your process and let us know if we're missing any templates that you use and find really helpful and um, we'll actually create them for you guys and have them on the shop so that it can just be as streamlined as possible for you which i think is kind of fun yeah yeah i love to know what everyone else is doing i think it's really great to you know everyone does it differently everyone does an onboarding process differently and we all want to get that perfect onboarding experience for clients
2: and and part of the whole reason why savvy is here in the first place is to help you guys streamline your businesses and and run it as as easily and in the most productive way as possible so we love creating new templates for you like if there's something that you need we would love to create it so we can help you do the stuff that, that you need to do but never have time
1: Yeah, and it actually helps us reinvent like how we do it off the hook as well. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, that's a fantastic template. I don't know why I didn't think of doing that. I need to create this now. Um, It's so great
2: to be able to share resources.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. Like just alone, um, the email review request template was created because of a client's request and the onboarding workflow infographic, which is the free one, Was created because of client requests. And it made us just make sure that our processes were more streamlined Mm -hmm. as well, which is just, yeah, I love sharing resources and having that community of bookkeepers that are here to support one another, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which is really great. So I hope everyone's enjoyed this podcast. Um, And what I'm kind of looking for right now, guys, is we're nearing the end of this series. I would love to get your insight into the next series we should do. What do you he- want to hear from us talking about next? I've got a couple ideas, but I would love to have your input. So please feel free to email us at savvy at au. what you would love to hear us talk about next. And we will give you a little bit of a shout out and then I can create the next series around that.
2: Mm-hmm. Or you can comment it on the Facebook yes page facebook group instagram posts anything wherever you want to get in touch with us
1: we're always on all of the different accounts the entire savvy team so comment that there it'll get back to us and we will make sure that we actually do it for you awesome thank you so much guys and as always maya do you want to do the sign off? (laughs) It's so funny that you ask me that every time. (laughs) I I expect it. I know it's coming. I won't ask. All right,
2: everyone. Stay safe, stay sane and stay savvy.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.